I just think right now, women, especially in business, this is the year of women. I just know that. Life begins at 150 grand a year. Life gets better at 250, and life gets real good at 500. Nobody can tell me differently on it. When you start teaching something, I feel like that's when you start to master the actual art of it. You and I, when we publish a book, we can go toe-to-toe with any of the New York trade publishers, any of the big-time authors, and we get to compete in that marketplace and then let the market decide whether our stuff is good. People forget sometimes as an entrepreneur, the whole damn point of entrepreneurship is to make money. And now here is The Win with your hostess, serial entrepreneur, marketeer, and chief sexy boss. Heather Havenwood. Hi, everyone. Welcome to The Win with Heather Havenwood. And as you know, I like to have interesting guests on and something new and experiencing. But before we get started, you can check out more of my uh, book. As you know, you can text the word Heather to 72000 and get some get some free chapters of my audiobook, as well as learn more about my business. So before we get started... Reach out to heatherhaywin.com forward slash podcast and check out our amazing, amazing sponsors, right? Check them out. All right. Now let's get started. Let's dive in. And today we have someone from Vegas. Woo-woo. Welcome. How are you? Good. How are you? And you're my only woman today to interview. I've been interviewing all day long and it's so nice to talk to another woman. Like, what's up with that? That's great. So thank you. Okay. So I'm afraid I'm going to mess up your name. So I'm just going to okay. let you introduce yourself. Okay. So uh, my name is Jimena Cortez. And um, I guess, you know, my biggest background is uh, doing LinkedIn lead generation. been doing that since mm-hmm. 2012. Kind of got into it by accident when I started my company. And um, that's basically it. <laughs> yeah, here we are. No, that's great. That's perfect. Are. So I'm going to, re- you know, read the bio and the fun stuff like that. So I mean, I'm going to say it wrong. Miss Cortez. I'm just going to say that because I don't want to mess up someone's name. Miss Cortez is a marketing consultant, specialized in LinkedIn lead generation. She's published author, international speaker and entrepreneur who's the founder of Wizard Media and LinkedIn Blueprint. Wizard Media helps businesses leverage search engines and LinkedIn to get more clients. And she has taught, Ms. Cortez has taught over 4,000 people worldwide on how she gets multi-million dollar companies as her clients by using LinkedIn. She has helped several companies add an additional six to seven figures to their bottom line by using her marketing strategies and has been named and mentioned in Inc.com, Entrepreneur.com, and Forbes to name a few. Awesome. So welcome. Thank you. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. So let's first start out with your website. What's the website of yours so people could find you? It's jimenacortez.com. You want to spell that? Sure. It's uh, J-I-M-E-N-A-C-O-R-T-E-S.com. Cool. Pause. Awesome. So you said 2012 you got started. So I kind of want to get a story of how did you get started and lead, basically lead generation on LinkedIn? Yeah. So, um, you know, ever since, I'm saying 2008, I was always in working at different marketing companies and different places, whether doing sales or marketing. Yeah. And um, I taught myself SEO. And, uh, you know, after a while, I was like, you know what, I need to take the skills that I have and forget working for somebody else. After taxes and everything, I was bringing in like three grand a month. You know, I can make that with one client. So I was like, I'm going to go off on my own and start my business. And I did. However, you know, I was very good at SEO. However, I was not that good at getting clients. So, especially, you know, because 
I'm 31 now, and I still look really young back then. You know, I was like 26, and I looked like I was 18. <laughs> so I'll go to these networking events, and you know, my all my clients they're usually males, 40s, 50s, 60s. That's you know who runs companies and right. who my clients. So you know, I show up at these networking events, and they I think that people misjudged me and they thought that I maybe didn't know what I was doing and that I was very good at it. Um, and so, you know, six months go by, I've, I've got one client, I'm like, you know what, this isn't working, I'm going to go back and get a marketing job. And so I started using LinkedIn to do that and, you know, the, the people that I wanted at my clients at the time were doctors and lawyers. Mm-hmm. So, you know, while I'm sitting here in the job search, I'm reaching out to different doctors and lawyers. There's thousands, like thousands of them on LinkedIn. And I'm connecting with them, I'm sending them content and telling yeah. them what's wrong with their website. And within two weeks of doing that, I got my next SEO client. And that guy is still with me today. Like he's referred me a ton of business. That's awesome. He's still a client today. And uh, I was like, wow, that was way less painful and, and much easier, much, much cost effective than everything else I'm doing. And I don't have to leave my living room because I like to just sit at my computer my pajamas and do my thing and I have to worry about you know anything and so I just I kept doing that and I was able to grow my company and not have to go get a job so you know we all I was doing for the first couple of years I was just using LinkedIn for myself to get SEO clients and then in 2014 a friend of mine basically was like I want you to do I want you to to run a LinkedIn campaign for me for my launch and I was like no I don't that's not what I do like I do it for myself I have a training course on it. You can take the course, give it to your team. They can figure it out. He was like, I don't want to do any of that. So I just threw a price at him. And I did, I really did not think he was going to take it. And all of a sudden, like, the PayPal comes in. And I'm like, oh, crap. Now i got to deliver this service for this guy. He just paid me. I don't really want to give the money back. So Right? Exactly. And so we did the launch. It did really well. And then I was like, wow, you know, I think I'm really onto something. So then that's how that became a service in our company, and now we do it as a service for, for clients, and we also uh, train and consult. Okay, so when you say LinkedIn marketing, because there's different levels of that. There is the paid advertising model, right? Mm-hmm. There is still that, and then there's obviously the direct to consumer or direct an email box. What exactly are you doing there? Are you doing the direct to consumer inside the email box? Or are you yeah, doing the pay? It's, it's all the email box. I mean, there's a whole process and strategy yeah. and formula that we've developed. There's different stages, but in, in layman's terms, yes, we're reaching out to people, messaging them. And then booking appointments either for my company or for our clients' companies. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been on over 300 podcasts and that's really my little secret is people and I, it's through LinkedIn, right? So I just reach out to people and the search tool is amazing. I mean, I have yeah. someone who's on it every single day. And right now my focus with her is I have this, I'm not usually don't care how many followers I have. I've never been that kind of person, but for mm-hmm. some reason I'm on this thing with her on LinkedIn. I'm like, I want 15,000. So, um, we're almost there, actually. We're at 11,000. Um, it, it's really interesting because up until this point in my life, I was an early adopter on Twitter and stuff like that, and I don't really care about followers. I've just never cared. Facebook, blah, Twitter, blah. I don't really, it doesn't phase me. But for some reason, I'm like obsessed with LinkedIn. So, And I heard something. I want to ask you your advice. I heard that there's there's people you're connected to, and then there's followers, and there's sometimes not the same. Is that accurate? Uh, you know what? I actually, I honestly don't even know the answer to that because okay. I don't focus on that at all. Okay. Because um, you know, I'm very like 
is it making money kind of kind of thing right and right you know, followers likes comments all that stuff does not pay your bills so i mean it's great it's like social proof and all that but it doesn't doesn't do anything so you actually don't need a ton of followers you don't need a ton of connections to make a lot of money so we focus on right on how many appointments did i get on this month so like last month I had 11 meetings that came from, from LinkedIn. This month, I'm already up to like five or six. I need to look. Um, and those are all people that are potential clients or referral partners. So that's that's what I focus on. It's like, how many people did I talk to and how much money did that generate? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's, you know, so that's cool. So, <laughs> what, <is> that, <laughs> so what kind of businesses do you work with in the LinkedIn space? Um, you know, there's uh, all all different stores. We've had a lot of success in uh, the medical space. So yeah. companies that sell medical devices, we connect them with doctors or CEOs of hospitals. You know, people that are really difficult to reach otherwise. Um, LinkedIn works really great because you don't have to deal with their secretaries, right? Like you, you call a doctor's office, it's impossible to get the guy on the phone, especially right. for a sales meeting. But if you can pique his interest a different way, and that's, that's what we do for our clients. We send the doctors a series of messages, mm-hmm. conversational, but also talking about the particular device that we're promoting, and it piques their interest. They're like, yeah, I'd like to have a conversation with you about uh, you know, having that in my office kind of thing. And then there goes the lead. When you do leads, do you send them directly to some kind of form to get on a calendar, like a calendar yeah. or schedule once? Yeah. Do you find that that's like the best tactic? I mean, it is. I would say ninety percent of the time. Some people don't like it. I've noticed that. Like, well, I had one guy today, which I, he he told me he wanted to have a meeting with me, and so my assistant sent the calendar. And then he goes, "That is so impersonal. I can't believe you want to, you know, send me to your calendar to book myself. Why don't you tell me what times you have available?" And that was very. I, I don't want to get into this whole like fight with him on Messenger. So I was like, "Okay, next next Friday is all available. What time do you want?" Kind of thing. Um, I was very sure with him I, at this point because I said I don't care if he books or not, but some people are like not about the calendar, but most of the time that saves a ton of time. It does. I started using my calendar. It's been almost two and a half years now. And it's gotten to a point now, even with for friends, like vendors, friends, like we need to talk and connect, like we're friends. Instead of saying like, let's talk, I'll send you my link, you know? And at first when I had someone who I know really well send me their link, I was kind of put off because like I know her. And then I went, no, she's just trying to just like, you know, handle her life. So I was like, that's fine. And then now my, uh, now my attorney who I work with, he's the other day, he sent me his calendar link. I'm like, that's awesome. Because... Like when you're a solo entrepreneur and your time is important, you're not interested in sitting there going, "Well, I have this and then this." Oh, that doesn't work for me. I'm not gonna do that. I'm just like, yeah, I hate that. I really hate that. So now, if I if I do have, there's, I, I can't remember thinking someone who doesn't want it, but I understand what you're saying. It's like, okay, look, fine. I you're... was so surprised when I read that. I was like, is this guy for real? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because nowadays it's designed to. Like, so you can have a life, you know what I mean? Right. Versus going back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. So I totally get it. I say, you know, whatever. Old school. I get it. So it makes sense to me. I almost one time sent it to my sister. <laughs> I was like, I probably shouldn't do that. 
<laughs> but I was close. I'm like, that's how much I'm like, make an appointment. I'm like, she's like, why are you sending me your calendar link? That's crazy. Uh, but I mean, that's, that's kind of how I'm out with it now. So I get it. So, okay. So you find that the best thing to do inside of a conversation with a LinkedIn in mail, I guess, basically, mm-hmm. right? Is kind of start a conversation and then drive them. Let me ask you some pet peeves of mine. Cause I get pitched all the time for all kinds of stuff as everyone does. And I kind of want to tell you my pet peeve and then ask you, is that a great tactic or a bad tactic? You know, kind of like a, sure. a test. We'll have some fun. I get this one a lot. Hey, Heather, so nice to meet you. You look amazing. Oh, my gosh, you've done so much. That's great. So let me tell you everything that I that I do. And then it's like this dissertation. It's like really long. You know how LinkedIn. It's really yeah. long. And then, oh, if you ever want to just hang out, call me. Here's my phone number. And I'm like, <laughs> or I really want to connect with some amazing people. Text me. I'm thinking to myself, but what, why would we connect, you know? Right. So, I mean, would you, I don't know if you speak to that, if you get those yourself or what are some of your pet peeves you get, you're like, this does not work. This works. This does not work. This works. Well, that clearly doesn't work. And I mean, it it even put you off. It's going to put anybody off. First of all, people don't want to get some long email. I don't care if you already know each other and you're working together. Anytime someone sends me this long freaking thing I have to read, I put that to the end of the day. I'm like, I will deal with this later. But if it's like, you know, five, six sentences, I can can deal with it, right? Well, especially on LinkedIn. It's it's somebody that you don't know. You don't want to just like barf all over them with all your copy. So you really have to be very strategic as to how you position that first message. And that's part of what we do. Uh, It's always about saying the right things in the right sequence. So, you know, the first message, what people want to do and what most people do, which is why they think, you know, this doesn't work, uh, it's just that their strategy doesn't work really, is they, they connect with somebody, they want them as a client or they want to meet with them and they send this long message of everything that they do, how great they are, uh, would you like to buy from me? Do you want to get on a call? And the answer is going to be no. You just send me this long thing. I'm not going to read. I'm busy. I don't have time for this. But if you're instead, if you're interesting, if you come from a place of giving, that you can say, hey, thank you for connecting. You have a really impressive background. I think there might be some synergies between us. Uh, here's an article that I wrote. I think you might find interesting based on your, uh, your background. And what are your thoughts on it? That's it. Don't ask for anything. You're giving first, mm-hmm. you know. Then the next few messages, you can make the case as to why you guys should meet. But it should be very clear that the reason that we're meeting is to discuss you hiring me for my services. And so there's a way to position it to make sure that people understand that and that their, their interest is speaks. And it's all about how you say it and, and how, how you come about it. You can say, hey, I checked out your website. I noticed these three things are wrong. I'd like to talk to you about it. Do you have 15 minutes next week? That's it. Short to the point. They right. know what you're going to talk about when you get on the meeting, and chances are they'll become a client if that's something that they need and they were looking to fix. Yeah, that's that's great. No, that's super true. I'm just thinking about my pet peeves now, (laughs) (laughs) like that one and that guy. I did get one the other day that I thought that was pretty good. You know, one of those like, wow, I get as a salesperson when you find really person who's really selling you well, you're like, oh, that was really good. Like, (laughs) like they're good. Like I will talk to you because that was a good pitch, right? right? So he said something really short and then he did send me a, uh, a link. No, he said, hey, I wrote this article about would you want it? I'm like, and it was actually interesting, the title, and I went, oh, okay, right? <laughs> he got 
be. And he sent it. Hey, here it is. There you go. So he sent it. What was interesting, what he did, I thought that was sneaky, is he sent me the article. You could tell it was the article, right? It went right to the article. And then what happens, he did a, a double where basically two two tabs opened up. And so and all of a sudden you saw two tabs. One was the actual article, just like on a blog. And then the other one was this big kind of a VSL where you tapped on it. It was a big opt-in. I was like, okay, that's smart. You know? I was like, that was kind of tricky because he gave me some value. It was actually an interesting article. It was like, not bad, actually. And then he asked for an opt-in. And I thought, okay, I get that. <laughs> I'm one of those people that when I go to the, get my, if I get a new car, like I want to be sold. Are you like yeah, that? I'm, I'm one of those people too because we're in sales, so we want to see their, their process, their strategy, how they're going to get us, right? Right, right. <laughs> I'm like, sell me. They're like, they're like, well, we, you know, I'm not that kind of salesperson. I really want to allow you space. I'm like, no, 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 no. You're going to earn it. <laughs> get over here and sell me. Sales people love to be sold too. So, so I have a question for you on this. So I've heard that um, you have industry experience. I don't. I have heard that you know doctors in what let's call them C-suites or executives yeah. are on LinkedIn and they do respond easier to LinkedIn. I've heard that, but I've never experienced that personally. I'm also not going after that market. So is that true? I mean, really, is it truly C-suites or is that something that people in that world have um, said, well, my assistant's going to deal with the LinkedIn? Uh, it really depends on the person. But like I said, we've had a lot of success in the medical space. Yeah. And that's because, um, but it's also how it's positioned, right? We're using, you know, usually the CEOs or the vice president of the medical device company is the one that's doing the reach out. So right. that's a pretty high level person. So they think that they're talking to them. They're really talking to us. Um, so they respond, but I, I have noticed, you know, that if you're if you're like a, like a marketing company and you reach out to doctors, they ignore you more. Yeah. Uh, versus if you're, you know, like somebody in their space that, that sells a device or a drug or something like that. Oh right, because they're industry has, industry. Amongst themselves, they respond. But if your but if your profile doesn't look the part, chances are they're gonna ignore you. Yeah, one of the things I spent about, this has been a couple of years at this point, and I'm curious what you think too as an expert. I'm not an expert in LinkedIn. I just use it a lot. Is that I spent, oh my God, I spent hours really just getting my profile ridiculous, like over the top. I just had this view of like, I'm going to put everything I've ever done almost down to I'm a 12 years old camp or something. I didn't do that, but I went pretty far. I went all the way back to almost high school or college, you know? And the point I think I, my thought was, I'm curious what you think, my thought was what I call the, um, it's a principle in marketing where it's called a thug factor, where you just put so much, it's all true, I mean, it's all true, but there's like so much, it's like, that it's hard to say, oh, you, you're not experienced, or oh, you really don't know what you're doing. It's like, go look at my ridiculous resume and feel free to like hang out there. And I don't really talk about the resume, I show the story, so... Do you suggest that? I it's one of the things I tell my clients. Like, go spend some time, every volunteer job, just like do it all. Well, so we write profiles a little bit differently. So if you go to my profile, you actually you won't see all my experience from like when I was sixteen years old. Even though it, you know, all of that experience is relevant because yeah. I've been doing sales since I was sixteen. So. Um, 
what the way that we do it though is it's really very very strategic so you know if I'm going after a particular audience I want them to know what's in it for them when they work with me so I use the profile more like a sales letter to subconsciously pre-sell them into wanting to become my client for example so everything that you see on my profile is very uh, result driven so like what results have our clients experienced what have I done there's a little bit of information from the first company that I created which was a travel company like got 12 13 years ago but it's mostly case studies and what we've done for our clients because ultimately at the end of the day, if I'm reaching out to somebody on LinkedIn, I want them to be a client or a marketing partner and I want them to see that, hey, these are our results. This is what you'll experience if you if you work with me. So that's, that's how I set it up. A little, little bit different. Okay, sales letter. Yeah. Okay, let's talk about company pages. So do you use company pages at all personally? Not really. Um, we have one. It's there just more for like information. But company pages, that's more if you're going to do the LinkedIn paid ads, you have to do it through the company page. Like if you're going to you know, uh, promote a post or something like that that you made, yeah. you need a company page to do that. We don't do anything with LinkedIn ads. I, I am not an expert in LinkedIn ads, so that is okay. about all I will say about it before I say something completely wrong and they're like, what? But we've, we've just found them to be a, more expensive than doing our process. Now, our process is more time-consuming, but the quality of leads that we get and the engagement that we get because we're having conversations in the inbox, I just don't think that with an ad, that would happen. They yeah. would click and off they go if, if they weren't that interested, whereas we have a few messages to get them interested within the inbox. Yeah, that's really interesting. I have tried multiple times to do Facebook, LinkedIn ads. I've had a really ha- challenging time, and I'm pretty savvy Most people have i'm like i'm pretty savvy you know what i mean like i'm an early adopter kind of gal and you know i'm like that like i'll figure stuff out and i can't figure out linkedin ads to save my life so i'm just like okay i'm gonna just let that go so i was gonna ask you but you're like i don't know I'm like okay that's fine i i haven't really yeah, met anybody who does Every time I've done it, it was just so expensive and it's just not worth it. Our process just has been way more, way more successful, so I've just focused on that. What about groups? That's a big thing I've heard. Get into groups, have a conversation. I'm not a big fan of that just because that's not my style, but what do you think? Groups used to be really effective. So I would say uh, maybe 2012, 2013, yeah. even 2014, you know, I'd, go in, I'd be going into groups and I'd post uh, links to my to my articles and things like that. And I'd get a lot of traffic and I'd get people, uh, you know, asking me questions and reaching out to me. Now, not so much. Yeah. Uh, groups have been kind of dead. The amount of traffic that you get, if any, is, is very minimal. So at one point, they were awesome. And now it's just more like, eh. Yeah, no, it's, okay, it's dead. All right, got it. You got to move on with the digital marketing's like, next, right? Yeah, so it moves very fast, as you probably know. Right, yeah, it's like, okay, something just moved. What is it? That's why you have to be an early adopter. I mean, I'm just now doing my own chat bot, and I feel like I'm already behind because it's like six months late. I'm like, oh, my gosh, I'm six months late on my chat bot. I know. I keep hearing about those things. I want to do it, too. I have a chat bot. I have one. Oh, my God, I'm before yeah, you. I'm good. I'm good. I'm guessing. I mean, that's how I am. Like, oh my God, I got to like get in. It's just horrible. It's, I don't know where I got that early adopting thing from my parents. I don't know. I think my dad, maybe he was big on whatever they had. Uh, this is for DVDs, guys. The big, huge <laughs> records that oh, you're too young. You don't know. But before, it was, there was a stage between VHS 
and DVDs, and they looked like big records, and it was super expensive, and the equipment was ridiculously expensive. I have to have those. Okay? And my dad was like, let's do it, you know? And he's always that older adopter, and I think that particular thing lasted like a five-year thing, and then it was like DVDs and everything's over, but I thought, okay, that's like me. I'm like, let's just do it. That sounds fun. Okay, so LinkedIn, going back to that, curious. So groups, company pages, talked about followers. Is there anything specifically else if you're there, if these people are entrepreneurial local business, because I get a lot of local businesses here listening, what can they use? How can they use LinkedIn to get customers, local customers, let's say acupuncture, chiropractor, dentist? Well, and, and those kinds of uh, customers, and so that's not the, the clients that we typically work with on a LinkedIn campaign, but they can do something very minimal and it, it, it will have a big impact in their business. So for example, and I don't know too many details on to, as to like who would be great referral partners, but in those businesses like lawyers, chiropractors, they refer each other because I, I know that chiropractor friend of mine, he works with a lot of personal injury attorneys and yes. they refer each other business. So they could use it to get those types of connections. So, yeah. you know, in business, there's always people out there that are not your competition, but you guys can refer each other and it works really well. If you just get five good partners like that, you're pretty much done. You don't need much else. Yeah, so if you get five of those from LinkedIn, if they're people that you otherwise would have never met at yeah. an event, they're not in your you know friend social network at all, that could be a really great connection that would make the time that you spend worth it. And you don't need a lot. No. You just need good ones. That's really true. That's really true. I mean, yeah, so chiropractor I knew, he has about two or three attorneys that they all feed each other business. And, yeah. you know, having four or five, it's just even more so. But usually it's like two or three and they kind of stay in their little space, you know. So, But if you're a right. new chiropractor, you're a new dentist, you're, a new, you're new just getting started, you don't have those connections, LinkedIn's a great place to like start that conversation. Or if you're, you're in business and you're moving to a new city, which usually doesn't happen that much. But sometimes it does where you're like, hey, I'm moving to a whole new city. I got to get all new contacts. So, um, yeah. What do you find? Do you have a lot of international clients? Do they come from LinkedIn? I'm trying to think what we do right now. Um, Yes, we do. We have have a few in Australia. We did have one that was in Europe. It's actually this this guy was, this was a a while ago because we don't offer the service anymore. Uh, but he was one of the co-founders of the website, Ashley Madison. So he, he, but we're not working on that. That was not the project. He, you know, moved on and did other things. So he was like one of those investor type of dudes, you know, that's always got his hands yeah. on a bunch of stuff. So you meet all kinds of interesting people. <laughs> You're like, oh, that's interesting. <laughs> I'm not sure if I could do the SEO on that, but well, why? <laughs> whatever works. You know, it's a big industry. As you know, you're in Vegas. It's it's a big yeah. industry. You know, I'm curious if they hang out on LinkedIn. So they're business people, too. I know people in that industry and there's business people. And then there's the um, the talent. So, <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, most of our clients are all over the U.S., but we do have a few uh, out there. We actually had one, unfortunately, I forget what island he was on, but uh, he was on something that was hit really hard by the current hurricanes, the Irma and the other one, Maria. So he was like texting me. He's like, I can't. He's like, I don't have internet. I can't get to anything. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. He was really sad. He said that, like, he was like, for the next two weeks, I'm just focusing on finding my family. I was like, oh. 
Okay. So, we'll definitely put this on hold. Just, you just go handle that. Yeah, exactly. Just go handle. We'll, we'll, we'll pause the contract. It's fine. Don't yeah. worry about it. Yeah, that's hard. That's hard to hear. Well, I think I just love that you've, you know, been able to really focus on this one particular strategy. Do you do SEO anymore? Yeah, we do. We still have SEO clients. I don't actively go after them anymore. Yeah. Um, because the, the LinkedIn is so much more profitable, but we still have clients that we've had for a long time, so we still service them. And if they send us a referral, you know, we'll take it on, but I'm not actively out there um actively promoting it i feel like it's kind of there's so many people that do it and it's just so so hard and i don't even want to deal with it so um how how big's your team what kind of team you got uh right now we've got nine people working for us oh nice Uh, there there's some that are here in vegas and there's some in all different places but everybody works from home that's awesome well congratulations that's really great you have team at nine is it just you or you said we uh well i I promoted uh, like my main person. He's my project manager, so he's more like a partner now. Yeah, I mean, cool. I'm still the owner, but he's got you know more stake. More sake. Oh, that's awesome. That's a lot of fun. I love that. Well, I just love you, you know, that you're focused on your entrepreneur and you're a woman. And I just love that. Like I said, I've had like six interviews today. You're my only woman, (laughs) which is like, yay. Okay. And uh, it's hard to find women entrepreneurs, I think, that are really taking things seriously in their business. They're really treating it like a business. It sounds like you are, and that's super awesome. And if I'm in Vegas, I'd love to reconnect. And I just, we know, I want to just go ahead and give you the last opportunity to say, invite people to come to your site and check you out. Yeah, so we're actually uh, in the middle of a site uh, redesign. So I, I think by the time that this goes live, it'll already be live because the website should be up tonight, basically. Oh, it's all done and approved. So uh, we have a couple cool things on the site. Uh, you can sign up to uh, get um, some information on how to generate leads on LinkedIn to really expand more on what we talked about today. Uh, so that'll be a really great thing for, for anybody to grab that is looking to get really high-quality clients. But yeah, if you want to connect with me, have any questions, uh, all my links are on there, phone number, social media, all of that. If you connect with me on LinkedIn, you are not actually talking to me. You're talking to my assistant. But if your message uh, piques her interest, it'll get to me. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. Well, that's great. And so do you have a training course? I do. Okay. Uh, Where do yeah. I get that? So um, we typically, uh, God, I actually don't have that on the website. <laughs> okay. <laughs> because we mostly sell it uh, via webinars, but once you opt into the, to the uh, list, then you'll get information about our training, our training course and and our services. Okay, so. great. Awesome. Well, check her out and I'm going to spell it. It's J-I-M-E-N-A-C-O-R-T-E-S.com. Well, thanks for being here today. I really appreciate it. I love that you're a female entrepreneur. Rock on, girl. Sexy boss you are. Yeah. <laughs> and this is Heather Havenwood with The Win. Are you frustrated by the weight you can't lose? One sneaky ingredient goes by 61 different names and isn't required on food labels, but it could be causing those stubborn pounds to stay stuck. That extra weight is not your fault. A new report, The Hidden Culprit Sabotaging Your Weight Loss, is available now at heathercleanliver.com, reveals this ingredient and how it's preventing you from losing weight. If you're struggling and you want to break free from dieting misery, visit Heather's cleanliver.com right away and get your free report. It's an eye opener. What you don't know could be hurting you. The extra weight is not your fault. Visit heathercleanliver.com. Thank you for listening to The Win with Heather Havenwood. Interested in coaching with Heather? 
Go to heatherhavenwood.com and sign up for a business discovery consultation. Here is your free gift for listening. Get three audio chapters of Heather's book, Sexy Boss, How Women Empowerment is Changing the Rulebook, when you text the word sexy to 7200. Again, text the word sexy, that is S-E-X-Y, to 7200, and receive your three audiobook chapters. Number is good only in North America. This is a sexy boss rap. This podcast is a copyright of Havenwood Worldwide, LLC.